Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. Monaway Daily, Adam Collins with you, Cam Ponsonby with me. He's at Vizag ahead of the second test between India and England. We're here for Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City, more extra, less ordinary. Cam, you've just been in the press conferences and most importantly, from a selection perspective, because we had a pretty good idea what India were going to do, but England have now told us what their 11 is going to be. Break all the news for us. Go. We have news, Adam. We have a test debut. We have a returning legend. James Anderson and Shoaib Bashir come into the 11 in place of Jack Leach in a force change and in place of Mark Wood, which is a more tactical change. Uh, loads of numbers to keep everyone happy here. James Anderson's cap number 613. Shoaib Bashir cap number 713. Uh, James Anderson had played his, made his test debut five months before Shoaib Bashir had even been born. Bashir's only played <laughs> six first-class games. He's only got 10 first-class wickets. He's actually played against me, which is a very very embarrassing for him, but I want to sneak that in <laughs> nice and early. Um, yes, it's a very another exciting selection from England who left it a bit later uh, than normal to announce their team. They'd normally like to announce it two days out in advance for various media reasons, I think. And I think, I think apparently one of the thinkings is just once they tell the players, they might as well tell everyone else. Um, Right, yeah. But yeah, today they wanted to just get one more look at the pitch to see how it changed over the last 24 hours. And they decided that three spinners, one seamer plus Joe Root is the way to go. So that's the news from Vizag. So we'll go to the Indian team as well, then come back to England, I think. So yep. we, knew, we knew that KL Rahul and Jadeja were out, so there was less jeopardy in yes. all of that. They they told us a couple of days ago that Kuldeep Yadav would be the, the spinner joining Ashwin and Akshar Patel in that trio. 
and Ratchet Padida, sorry, my apologies, let's get the pronunciation right in the previous show, uh, makes his test debut a couple of months after making his one-day international debut, made a couple of hundreds against the England Lions, uh, made a century, uh, an important century for the RCB in a post-season game last year in the IPL, a man informed. So we'll we'll deal with that in a sec. Just with England, I I was um, interested as to whether that 100 cap margin would be the most ever in test cricket not quite um our oh. um, nerd our nerd pledge csi group have been to work and it looks like the gap between wilfred Rhodes and leslie townsend was 133 caps so wilfred Rhodes made his debut uh, in 1899 uh, at nottingham which was the uh, final test of wg grace was the first test for Rhodes, and his last test was in the april of 1930 so a 31-year span um, and I assume Leslie Townsend must have made his debut in, in that West Indies match. So there's that, that, that longevity of Anderson that we've, we spoke a lot about a couple of years ago, Cam, on the show when in Pakistan he was playing alongside Ray and Ahmed. But it just, just stands out, doesn't it, that Anderson made his list day debut against Derek Randall. Derek Randall is now <laughs> 72 years old and Shah Bashir is 20. 52-year gap. I know it's not international cricket with, with rags, but nevertheless, it's a... It's an extraordinary story that only gets more uh, more remarkable by the year. 41 years of age, he'll turn 42 in the summer on his, as you say, his sixth tour of India. When Colin Cowdery um, made it to Australia unexpectedly in 1974-75 for his sixth trip, um, his first trip famously in 54-55, he made a, a vital 100 at the MCG. The, the MCG fans hung out a banner saying, uh, MCG fans uh, thank Cowdery sixth tour. I wonder whether you should do the same thing for Anderson this week. You know, um, Vizag fans thank James Anderson six tour um, on account of the fact that it is something so unusual to have the ability to play. Well, in Anderson's case, from 2006 through to 2024 in this country, when so much has changed. I mean, that's before the IPL. Yeah, I mean, there's so many numbers you can chuck at it. I think Ali Martin from The Guardian just tweeted out that it's 22 consecutive years of Test cricket for Anderson now, and and the thing is. He looks as fit as I can remember seeing him. Definitely in the time I've been doing this job, or whatever it's called, like he looks kind of like painfully, like awkwardly fit. You know, when someone's like so lean and so kind of muscular now that he's kind of gone. It looks like he's had a fitness kind of meltdown. He's got the kind of new <laughs> blonde tips in his hair. He's decided that this is what how he's going to define himself. He's going to be the fittest he's ever possibly been. And fair play, if he keeps going, he keeps going. There's no particular. We always say if you're kind of in terms of young people, if you're old enough, you're good enough. Well, you can also be if you're young enough, you're good enough. Or if you're old enough, you're young enough. If you're good enough, you're young enough. That's what I'm trying to say with James Anderson. <laughs> if you're good enough, you're young enough. And he's going to keep going. He has no signs of wanting to stop ever. And it is just the kind of it is a remarkable selection just in I keep saying this in a number of ways. Anderson's got 183 test caps. Ren Ahmed, Tom Hartley and Shoh Bashir have three between them. It's mm. ludicrous. But this was a selection and Stokes spoke about this. Mark Wood is fit. This isn't a t- case of Mark Wood uh, being a fragile body, not being able to go back to back. This was a case of England deciding that the skill sets that Anderson could offer were the ones that they wanted for this occasion. And that was a case of kind of potentially control, uh, his own reverse swing skills and also off cutters. He kind of feel, felt like the wicket, which we'll get onto in a bit, is looking like they're thinking it's going to be very dry, and it might provide a little bit more 
kind of just assistance off, off the surface in the same way if it seems it spins. If it spins, your offcutter is going to go as well. So whereas last week in Hyderabad, there was a little less assistance for the seamers, so they went with the high pace of wood. Here they think there's going to be that bit more, so they go gone with James Anderson. Yeah, he he's live is how I'd describe it. I'm not the first one to use that descriptor. I think it was... Uh, yeah, I think that's a better Alex word. And you, and you only use live when you're talking about uh, someone who's on the older side. You don't call a 24-year-old live. It's like he's been on... Did you have that reality TV show in England, The Biggest Loser? It's like he's been on that where he's lost yeah. like 60, 60 kilos and he's ended up with a six-pack, except that, I mean, he's always looked this way. If anything, he's getting fitter. And the skill set piece to this, right? You go back to 2021 where England lowered their colours badly um, other than really Root Anderson at a pinch Jack Leach. Through the course of that series, Anderson bowled them to victory at Chennai, three for 17 with those reverse swing hooping deliveries on the final day and had a low-key brilliant performance in the final test match at Umdabad as well when when the castle was crumbling around him. He was the one not only holding up at end but still taking wickets. I know Rishabh Pant famously reverse scooped him for six um, to bring up 100 in that innings as well but taken as a whole, Anderson was England's best seamer in that series. So the fact that he's still fit enough and these test matches aren't likely to go five days, right? I mean, we heard from Stokes talking yeah. about the surface before. If you're factoring in that your seamer, Mark Wood bowled about 15 overs in the whole test match. Anderson's role will be different. He will have to play a holding role at times and bowl slightly longer spells than they ever expected would. But still, it's not going to be like he's playing at, you know, Perth or Adelaide and bowling 57 overs in the test match. It's more likely that Anderson might bowl, say, 30 overs in the test match, which makes it all the more reasonable that they'd um, pull this lever uh, and give him an opportunity early in the series. Yeah, I think he looks like um, Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven. I think that's the kind of connection <laughs> I'm going for. You mentioned there, if we are able to skip along to the pitch here, just because you mentioned about the matches going on five days, the feeling, I've just spoken to another couple of journalists who know more about pitches than me. If I ever start sounding like saying, talking about pitches as if I know what I'm talking about, no, that's when I've started lying to the audience, basically. But to these two people who know a lot more than I do are saying they forget the feeling that the groundsman's getting a bit panicked. They've just put another cover over the top of it, which you only do when you're desperate to keep the moisture in. The feeling yeah. is that they've been instructed to keep, could create a drier pitch so that one that spins a little bit more, which is fine, but that second cover going on, that's just a feeling from the sidelines at least that if you were confident that you've got enough moisture to keep it together in day one and through day two, you don't put that second cover on. So in terms of the matches going on for five days, I think we're gonna have a very, a, another very spin heavy pit, a spin heavy match with the, just the potential that it might break up a little bit earlier than it did in Hyderabad last week. So lots of spinners for England again, as it was last week, although a different uh, configuration. So Ryan Ahmed's kept his spot in the side. Jack Leach missing with that knee injury, which he picked up in the field. So the second time that Leach is gonna miss cricket, not from an injury from bowling, but you remember the very first basketball test match at Lords in, in 2022, yes. that was an injury he picked up when fielding as well. So disappointment for him. Uh, of course, Hartley plays again after his heroics at Hyderabad. Um, Shah Bashir comes in. Interesting comments from Ben Stokes yesterday saying that he um, picked up Shah Bashir from seeing a clip that went up on Twitter from on the county championship stream. They do a great job on there clipping up um, all the county cha championship highlights. They've been bowling a spell to Alistair Cook. I had a look at it last night. One minute 48 of bowling, which is enough to get him into a test tour and subsequently into a test side. It's a very modern story. We've um, heard a lot about analytics informing decisions in this England team. This is obviously that to an extent. He's tall, he bowls finger spin and so on, but also the epitome of a vibe selection when Stokes has seen him bowl there. I know he bowled well 
in the Lions tour over the winter, which I suppose was the cherry on top. But still, uh, first test match at age 20 with a first-class bowling average in the 50s. It's uh, another one of these bizarre stories out of this England team, but most of the time at the selection table, they've, they've got things right over the last couple of years. What, well, you, say, you mentioned analytics there. I don't think it's analytical at all, to be honest. We spoke to Stokes yesterday, and he mentioned this, that, well, I asked him, I went, okay, with these selections, the kind of you've had a, a, a run of really rapid rise selections, whether it's Sher Bashir, Rayan Ahmed, Tom Hartley, Gus Atkinson coming to this squad, Josh Tong, and they've got mm. them right. Even Will Jacks took six for on his debut. Mm. And I was going, so how, who leads that decision-making process? When you say you want this Axar Patel-esque bowler in India, is that coming from Loughborough? Like, who initiates the conversation about Sho Bashir? Is that Mo Bobat? What happens? And Stokes said, no, literally, I saw this clip of Bashir on Twitter and I sent it to the WhatsApp group I have with Rob Key and Brendan McCullum basically with India question mark captions. Like, I don't know if it was like the exact quote, but he said, this is the type of thing we'd be looking for. And it's not, he was saying, it's not just me. It's just from all the players who've been out here, they've gone, God, we really want to try and replicate that. That is what we find really difficult to play against. There was me thinking it was labs and kind of chemical goggles and like revolutions on the ball and release points and all data points in Loughborough. And it's just Stokes's innate cricketing knowledge and brain which is guiding him through all this. I, I, I've got to be honest, I kind of, I do at times fall into kind of drinking the basketball Kool-Aid and going, look how exciting is all this, it's brilliant. And yesterday was absolutely one of those days where I was hearing Stokes talk about how he's just kind of on his own guiding his way through this record-breaking, game-changing England team. And I went, ah, oh, this is quite cool. You went to Pakistan and won 3-0. You're now giving it a go in India. It, could be, it doesn't have to be England. It could have been any team in the world and whoever would be doing it, I think I'm, I'm getting increasingly bought in and excited by, by just what they're trying to do. They've, they've seen that no one's beaten India in India for a decade. And so they've just gone, right, well, let's try and do something completely different and kind of make up our own rules. Yeah, and, and Jeff and I spoke about this at some length on the weekly show, that it does divide opinion. But you know, I'm, I'm like you, more from the perspective that, that energises the global game, like people are focused on this test series for multiple reasons, but not least the, the curiosity about what England will do from week to week. But yeah, Shah Bashir, just picking him, yeah, kind of like, as you say, on the back of what they see, what he might be, as it was with Mo and Ali, Ashes question mark, this time India question mark. Tell you what they can do with an India, a tallish spinner with a bit of zip and a bit of bounce off the surface. Yeah. I've posted some clips of me on Twitter. Um, if he wants, <laughs> I can do a Billy Midwinter. I can, um, I can, I have got the British passport. The problem I have though is that I'll find it harder to get an Indian passport than Shah Bashir will. So Indian visa, I should say. So um, at the moment, probably <laughs> won't be an easy process. Goodness so me. I, I doubt That'll I'll be a... anytime soon. Well, that's part of the that's part of the progressive two play for England out here now. If you want to be a spinner, you have to have a visa issue before you get selected. <laughs> so actually, that that could that gets you even closer to you and Shah Bashir being the same cricketer. Maybe now let's go to the Indian side for the second half of our preview here. So losing KL Rahul's an interesting one. He, he batted so beautifully last week. His numbers uh, have never been extraordinary at test level, which is partly a function of when he's played. It's been mostly since the pitchers have got far tougher to bat on at home. So his average in the mid-30s, it, it is effectively the mean um, of Indian top six batting uh, since he made his uh, test debut back in 2014, I think it is. So he had a couple of years of benefiting from the more old-fashioned Indian pitchers, and it's been different since then, but he was more than equal to it last week. Um, and Jadeja, who has just excelled as an all-round option for India over the last four years especially. So they are two big, big outs at this stage of the series. And Kuldeep Yadav such a capable cricketer, um, whether it's the white ball or the red ball we saw in the World Cup last year that he was the first-choice spinner. 
I was there for his test debut at Durham Shala back in 2017 and he looked looked magnificent at the first time of asking there bowling at Australia on his first day in his first day of his test career but he has struggled to get sustained opportunities due to the Ashwin Jadeja axis they're the side they're the two players rather who are always getting picked the two first names on the team sheet when in India and Akshar Patel uh, brings so much at number nine with that taller left arm round the wicket option so huge op- opportunity for Kuldeep Yadav and something different with a wrist spinner yeah like it must be stressful like we haven't had this confirmed confirmed this is just the feeling from the kind of the Indian press pack as it were that these are the two changes that they're expecting I think with Kuldeep Yadav I've kind of He's such an ever-present. He's, he's been around the international game for so long now. And I was kind of shocked to have a look at his stats and realise this will be his ninth test match in seven years since his debut. He's only ever played back-to-back test mm. matches once. And it could be the same occasion, same thing here if Jadeja, we don't know how fit he is, if Jadeja comes straight back in. One thing that I found I found quite humorous was um, replacing Jadeja with Kuldeep Yadav. Obviously, the balance of the, of the side changes and you lose, you lose a bit of batting strength. And normally, I'd be very sympathetic to a team uh, kind of bemoaning that. But I, I kind of had a double take. I went, hang on, lads. You've got Axel Patel at nine. You're fine. Axel Patel at eight, that's still fine. He batted five last test match. So the idea that this is massively weakened Indian tail, I think is a bit, well, it's true it is weaker, but the idea that it's a kind of disaster zone that kind of now India are going to be struggling with a lengthy tail, I don't think is is quite true um, so I'm not going to kind of get out the little violin for yeah. India's batting lineup quite but then on the flip side there is that stat going around that whatever lineup England, India put out this test match Joe Root will have more test runs than all of them combined it is a very inexperienced mm. batting lineup and it's a batting lineup that kind of there's pressure points throughout you've got the Shubman you've got a question mark over Shubman Gill you've got a question mark over Shreya Zaya you obviously have a question mark over the debutant you have a question mark over KS Barrett it's all there's no one there at the moment where it is absolutely nailed on stamped on you are in this team for a very long period of time there's kind of a desire for runs coming from a number of places and that makes the team fragile Vish said on this show a couple of weeks ago kind of is it how ludicrous is it to say that England could be favourites for this and I still think that is ludicrous I would still back India to win because they're an excellent team regardless of where they're playing in the world but it's going to be a really exciting match and I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it and the net intel on Padidar is that he was sweeping uh, heavily uh, yep. in his net session yes that was a long piece uh, in the uh, was it the Indian Express I think it was uh, yes. one of the papers that I, that I picked up um, uh, via a colleague who sent me a link uh, you uh, who, yes. he, who indicated that, um, that, that he uh, you know that this is the approach that England took last week and they explained it after the test match that they feel like when they've come to India before on spinning tracks, when they're playing with a straight blade, they're more vulnerable than when they're sweeping with a horizontal blade. And uh, maybe it's the case that, that Padidar um, is capable at that discipline as well. But it's not the sort of thing that you want to start doing straight away, seeing some uh, criticism in the Indian media over the last few days as well, following the, their loss in Hyderabad about their, their batting group when they reach test level because the pitches are so different to first-class surfaces. they it, it takes longer to adjust. And maybe that's part of the Shubman Gill story. He batted the house down at Underbud last year on a traditional flatty, um, but on surfaces that are turning more, he's finding it harder to get in. Um, so time will tell. But yeah, Patidar, who RCB released a couple of years ago, got back on the list in the redraft or whatever they call it, made that extraordinary 112 not out to push them further forward in the elimination stages of the IPL last year. In form, two centuries against the England Lions. Um, it feels like a, a, a solid and, and timely 
uh, debut for a guy that uh, made his Indian bow just a, a couple of months ago in the shorter form of the game. Yeah, and, and we, we've given him the big ups here. And tomorrow morning we'll arrive here and find out that Safras Khan's debuting instead. Uh, that, and I would actually love that because I'd find that so exciting. Sorry, Patastar, I'll be you're, you're the kind of collateral damage there. I think on two, I think something I'm a bit surprised about with the kind of the, the article in the Indian Express and this kind of idea of like Chaos Barrett just did the press for India. Um, I don't know half an hour ago, and he's asked about the sweep shot so much, and the idea that kind of India are taking pointers from England feels entirely absurd and something I'd be very wary of if from an Indian's perspective to say, hang on, like this was we have lost because of an innings that has been described as a once in a generation innings. It will be Pope Hyderabad 2024 mm. that's remembered for years to come. I think if I was an Indian player, I'd be pretty content in sticking to the methods that have got me here in my own country out of beating out a billion people like you're going to be in a very very good player I think something just a, just a little bit of colour to add to today uh, this week's match for people to be aware of this is KS Barat's hometown on the drive into the ground there are posters of his face absolutely everywhere celebrating the hometown hero and his triple century against Goa a few years ago um, <laughs> I did I did then laugh because he was put up to the press as the, as the hometown hero now first question obviously like, what does it mean to play in front of your your home fans, your local lad who's like, it's just another test match. And you're like, oh, come <laughs> on, KS, give us, give us something, give us something. He did later on go on. I think it was, might have been a press line because he went, it can be a bit overwhelming at times, but X, Y, Z, stay nice and level. But it will, um, yeah. Before I throw it back to you, KS Barrett played six test matches for India, only won two. I can't imagine that would be too, too many people would have a record like yeah. that playing for India. Which is a shame, so yeah, I hope for his sake he gets a win here. Yeah, I like him as well. It's only made it to 40 twice, so that's, it's, uh, there, there is eyes on him. It reminds me of when Nathan Lyon played his um, one and only test match at Canberra, which for a long time was not only his home ground, but his place of work when he was um, of course. A curator, one of the curators on the Monica ground staff, and he gave a very similar kind of Nathan Lyon-esque answer about it being just another, another game of cricket. Uh, Cam, let's take a beat and let's return with some further thoughts uh, from you on the city you're in at the moment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, the final word Hall of Fame will be brought to you. Wait a sec, Gan, don't get ahead of yourself. The final word <laughs> Hall of Fame throughout the course of this week, as ever, will be brought to you by Westfield London, Westfield Stratford City. Are you an aunt or uncle who struggles to connect with your nieces and nephews? This is, um, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know where this is going. What's it? A step parent who can't quite make it happen with your partner's kids. Okay. Oof. There's one phrase that will solve all your problems. Remember that time I took you to meet Bluey at Westfield London? Well, this weekend is that time because Bluey from Bluey and Dougie from Hey Dougie are visiting Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City. Whether the kids are like the blue dog or the brown dog, you can come along 
for a meet and greet session and take their photo all for free. Sessions are happening uh, between 10 a.m. and 3.30 p.m. Uh, between the 2nd and 4th of February. But Google Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City to find out where and when they're going to be. Um, I, I realise now when reading the copy that I'm away this weekend and I'm, I better not tell my um, my nearly four-year-old that Louie uh, is at Westfield London, Westfield Stratford City, more extra, less ordinary. She'll be mortified that she's going out for a little seaside weekend away with her parents and sister and not going to see Bluey. But um, that won't stop you. Uh, what a great opportunity, meeting Bluey. You try and meet... I'll tell you this much. Having been at Disneyland in, in Paris last week, you can't meet Elsa for love nor money. You can't... Elsa being the <laughs> biggest Disney character of the last 30 years, you can't get a fucking photo with her. No, nowhere to be seen. Bluey at Westfield, different story. Google them, work out more. Cam, now tell us more about Visag. I've not been there before. I've heard it's the spot where people go to surf in India, that and Goa, of course. Um, I mean, I doubt you've made it to the beaches yet, but what are your first impressions 48 hours in? I am a massive Visag convert. Uh, Hyderabad, much love and respect you, but I left apathetic, didn't have a chance to get out, basically. It was just ground and hotel, didn't have a chance. Landed in Visag everything's on the beachfront i had the most wonderful kind of walk down to the other journalists hotel it was two and a half kilometers it was about 7 p.m i was like right down we go i need some dinner and i just stopped off about five or six different food stalls along the waterfront i got myself a paneer frankie delicious i got myself some pani puri delicious walked up some random lad who looked like quite friendly i was like what's the go here he was like vegetable soup i was like fucking right i'll have some vegetable soup get me some of that <laughs> It was genuinely, it was the, I, the best way I can describe it, it was the closest thing I've had to a TV show food. Do you know when like, um, have I just been, <laughs> something just hit me in the head, we'll carry on. The show sometimes goes on, but it, it pauses when you think you might have been pooed on. That's the, the rules. Um, Breaking Bad, the fried chicken in Breaking Bad, everyone always wants to know yep. what that was like. This vegetable soup, I categorized it with that. I don't really know what he put in it. There was a lot of coriander mixture, there was, there was some sweet corn, it was so delicious. Then I ended up, I, I almost forget, I went to a, a mango smoothie bar kind of thing got myself a fruit salad got myself a mango lassie then arrived at the other hotel and had a couple of beers and it was it was genuinely the best one of the best 24 hours i've had on tour of any tour ever and then and then we get to this place yeah which is absolutely stunning we've got the hills Proper. just over my left shoulder i've i'm going to keep saying it until someone agrees with me i think it's the loftiest road of test venues in india <laughs> very steep seating lots of pillars in the way obstructing the views i feel very at home in the visag cricket stadium so yeah i, I hope I, I hope you're prepared for such a visag loving um but yeah. yeah i'm a big fan i've had such a good time since i've been here in terms of surfing i don't think anyone goes in the sea um i haven't seen a single person in there and i mentioned it to someone they're like well don't do that like you you oh. will you will you will drown you will die um and I don't want to do that. So I'll find a bit of safer water to, to okay. dip my toe into. That, that was a submarine. Oh, the submarine as well. There's, there's, a yeah, there's a bit to this, right? So Will McPherson described it to me as the Port Elizabeth of India, which I, I quite like. I love PA. Okay. Uh, I've been there a couple of times for, for, for cricket. And, um, and the ground behind your shoulder here, if you're watching this on YouTube, has got that steep feel that we had at Indoor as well. I like those smaller stadiums, more tactile. Brilliant. At one end there, it looks a bit like the Antigua Recreation Ground as well. There's a bit to it. Um, so I'm looking forward to watching the tests on the telly. You'll be at the ground. We'll be making these shows every single day at Stumps for Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City. More extra, less ordinary. Cam, get a good night's sleep and fire up. It's going to be a huge week. Can't wait. See you then.
Often in my future questions, my current senses that would be the same we've been doing for centuries Sorry if I ran out to empty, wrote this so you know what I meant here I had to go about it, write it out and 